Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I am the host of this daily podcast, and it's primarily about music and creative culture in London. Right off the top, just a heads up, I have a show coming up, Saddest Night Out Live number three. That is Tuesday, the 20th of August at Road Trip and the Workshop. It will be myself as well as Izzy, Kin, Soul and Rose White. That is Tuesday, 20th of August at Road Trip and the Workshop. Free entry starts at 7.30 for Saddest Night Out Live number three. On to today's episode. It's Monday which means it's time for the Monday catch-up. This is when I go over the previous seven days and just try to contextualise who I spoke to, how the week went in general, look at what I had planned for that week and how well I achieved it, what I have planned for this week, and what the stats and numbers were for listening over the past seven days. So, last week, most notably, was the when I had my last show, Tuesday the 30th of July, I was at Road Trip and the Workshop, and it went really well. I was aware going into it that this time around, most of the audience would be there because of me. At the first show, 25th of June, the other artists that I played with were all super grateful to be on the bill, not that the most recent artists weren't as well, but they all went hell for leather to get as many people as possible to come. So, breaking it down to brass tacks, at the first show in June, I reckon there were maybe 15 people there for me, and around that number for some of the other performers as well. So the audience was pretty evenly split, so much so that I noticed quite a few people leave kind of during my set, because clearly they were there to see their friends earlier in the night. At this show, I think I was the biggest draw. Not necessarily because I'm such a star, my music is so popular or anything like that, but just the circles that I am in, the people that I have met, I had a bit of a wider reach compared to the other artists on the bill. So this was one sh- the show where I really had to earn the title of promoter and try to promote it and bring people in. And I think, all things considered, there were maybe just shy of about 30 people there, which is fantastic for me. There were quite a few people there already, but as the show went on, the door kept opening and more people kept arriving, which was fantastic, considering it was a bit of a grey and gloomy Tuesday, so I would not be surprised if a lot of people said, Hey Roy, sorry I can't make it tonight, but best of luck, I'll be at the next one, etc. So thank you once again to everyone who came and everyone who performed, and they were... Athia Lorraine, Jack Mann, and Haley Solace. Fantastic show. And Lou, of course, interviewed me after the show, which was really interesting. Looking back on it now, if I'm really honest with myself, I need to up my game performance-wise. Again, I had a show where I had lyrics with me on stage. Again, I had a show where some of the songs were finished that day. That novelty can only go on for so long. I think it does a little bit of a disservice to the other artists on the bill if you don't come fully prepared. So that's something I need to work on for the next show, which, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, 20th of August, another Tuesday, at Road Trip and the Workshop again. Kin Soul, Izzy and Rose White joining me on the bill. So that was the biggest moment of last week. I really... I, did I already mention who I spoke to? Let's go through it one by one. So Kai Justine, the final member of the UK open mic team that I spoke to, had been working on a film set not too long before the show, before our chat, so it was a while before we could get together. Fantastic presence on the podcast. Another creative who's hard at work is looking at the long run and 
understanding that it takes a while to build momentum to achieve what it is what, that you want to achieve. We also talked outside of the recording about how she had received funding for her project and she said she'd keep in touch with me about who and where she got that funding from so that I might apply for it as well. And it's also looking like in the near future I might be playing some acoustic guitar for her for some filmed project. So watch this space for that. Thank you, Kai. Lou interviewed me on episode 188, which was a very sweet gesture. I don't think anyone has done that before. It was fun to be on the other side of the microphone. Well, guess we're on the same side, but I wasn't the one holding the phone, so it was interesting to be on that side of things. Thank you to Romeo and Aunt Henson for their very kind words as well. Great time all around. After that, I spoke to the Corrigan Girls, which is a really fun podcast because it was entirely unplanned and unexpected. I think, at least in recent times, that is the quickest I've gone from meeting someone to getting them on the podcast. It can't have been more than about 45 minutes, but it was such a fun chat. It did mean I got home particularly late because I didn't get on a train until about quarter past midnight, but well well worth it. Thank you very much to Shannon, Cindy and Katie for that. After that, I spoke to Moon Williams. So Kai was Monday at Banbao. Lou was Tuesday after my show. The Corrigan girls, Shannon, Cindy and Katie were Wednesday after the open mic. Thursday, I spoke to Moon Williams before the open mic at the Nelsons. That was a fantastic chat. And perhaps the highlight for me, as well as the talk itself, was receiving my first YouTube comment from none other than Ella Williams, daughter of Moon Williams, who said, and I'm paraphrasing here, this is fantastic, my dad, the amazing Moon Williams. And yes, Ella, your dad is amazing. Thank you very much for listening. I hope, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And thank you again, Moon, for that chat. I'm looking forward to part two. And then on Friday, again, I spoke to three artists, two I had planned beforehand and one We had such a good time during the open mic that he stuck around afterwards and we had another talk. So, before the open mic, I spoke to Cairo Mia and Rick Raw. Cairo Mia, first time for her to be interviewed. A very interesting chat. I think I was just scratching the surface of all that she has going on creatively. And I look forward to seeing that grow. Rick Raw, his first interview as well. And it was filmed. I think if you check out his YouTube channel, you just might find the video of us talking. I'm not sure if it's there yet, but I'll check myself. And then Eche, we spoke after the open mic. A very deep and insightful chat that we had. It was his time, first time performing with us. His first time performing with a musical backing track and it was fantastic. And he stuck around till the end as well when things got a little bit wild at the open mic. And Eche actually came to the Sunday open mic as well at the Plough. And he had come from Speaker's Corner to that open mic. So Eche, lovely to see you again and thank you for being on the podcast. So that was the week of interviews. And last week I think my main goals were to prepare for the show, which I did, but I can do that better next time. This week, once again, I have my week planned out interview-wise. Tonight, I'm heading to see Rose White perform at the Half Moon in Putney. So that will hopefully be my Monday interview. Tomorrow, I will talk to Dan Caleb at the Finsbury, in Finsbury, because he is hosting a night where there are a bunch of artists performing covers of songs by Elliot Smith. So that will be a fantastic opportunity to find out more about that and more about Dan Caleb as well. I spoke to him briefly. I think it was the episode when I spoke to Harry Quinn. So it would be great to catch up with him and find out more about him and this event that he has planned. Wednesday, I hopefully will speak to MC Purple at in Camden. 
and maybe Peter has been a bit of a regular presence at the open mics recently as well. And maybe Shine Nicole. Thursday, I'll be speaking to Moon again for part two. Hopefully that goes as planned. And Friday, I don't know who I'll be speaking to yet. So watch this space. We shall see. So I've got the week planned out for interviews, which is fantastic. I want to keep that going. I have work to do online. I finally logged into my Facebook for the first time in ages. And I found out on the 5th of August 2018, I changed my profile picture for Saddest Night Out. So I think it will be a bit poetic if, one year later, I actually have a website and have more stuff going on on the Facebook, including listing the events that I have planned. So watch this space for that. And I reached out to someone I've been meaning to reach out to for a very long time, and I finally did yesterday, so I might catch up with them this week, or maybe later on, maybe next week. And I have moved my musical equipment to Caffrey Studios. So I plan to use that place as a bit of an office. As well as getting my online presence a bit more established. I hope to really hit the ground running with recording demos. But because at the moment I've been preparing a certain number of songs for the show when they will be performed. So I have a show on Tuesday. I'll get those six songs ready for that Tuesday. But what I should be doing is getting all the songs ready that I want to perform. And so at any given moment, I can just choose from my library of songs and play a new show. That way I'll be better prepared. And also before the last Sunday show that I played, I think it was the 21st of July. On that day, I spent some time at Caffrey by myself just rehearsing the songs I wanted to do. And it was really invaluable. So I want to do that as well. So I want to record a bunch of demos prepare a bunch of live versions of those songs and also practice performing them as well instead of my my performance practice happening on stage i want to arrive on stage ready to perform ready to give you a show because at that last show i did one of my friends who came who had had a bit to drink asked is this an open mic of course it wasn't but if someone is asking that question that means there's a valid issue I need to address. I need to make sure I really draw that line between what open mics are and what my shows are. There's already a slight distinction in that at the open mics there are a lot more performers and I tend to perform with my acoustic guitar but at my shows it's the electric so it's another side of me but just stage presence wise I need to really establish this is me in performance mode and I also need to look at what it is I want to present online is it Roy is it saddest night out is it loads of Japanese bands is it the open mics I need to look at how I want all of those to be organized and how I want to present it I didn't I've mentioned before I didn't even mention loads of Japanese bands on stage last time and as always I haven't really mentioned much of my own music on these episodes that was the whole point of this podcast that each day I'd give an update on what I've done musically. Lately, it's been mostly about the people I've spoken to, which is great, but let's not completely neglect my own musical ambitions as loads of Japanese bands. So watch this space for that. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for, let's take a look at those stats. We will start with what's been happening on SoundCloud. So, this last week, I had 62 plays over the previous seven days on soundcloud this week a slight drop 29 plays according to soundcloud and let's just have a quick look at what the top play tracks were 
pardon me, all kinds of gassy today, keeping it professional. Last time I sneezed, this time I'm almost burping. That's why you come here to this podcast, for the professionalism. Episode 185, Introducing Oliver and Nietzsche, was the top played track with three plays. Episode 155, New Music, Deep Tan, Goom, Mint Field, L'Emperatrice, and more. That had three plays, and then episode 89 had two plays, Recording 02, a sketch inspired by Interpol's The Rover. That episode is one of my most popular. I think it's because I mentioned Interpol's song The Rover, and I put that episode out around the time that song was released, so I guess that's why it's always been a bit popular. Oof, that was a disgusting sound. Sorry about that. Moving swiftly on, our top listeners, Yoon Ho, two plays. How do I say this? P-U-O-L-N-A-E-J. How to pronounce that? Your guess is as good as mine. I'm going to go with Puol Nayaj. Two plays. And Oliver and Nietzsche had one play. Hello, Oliver. Thanks for listening. Top countries. UK, 10 plays. US, 4 plays. France, 2 plays. Top cities. Exeter with 9. Paris with 2. And Yun Pyong from the Republic of Korea had 2 plays. So, hello, to Yun Pyong in the Republic of Korea. Welcome to the family. So those are the stats according to SoundCloud. How about Podbean? Let's take a look-see. So the previous catch-up on Podbean, I'd had 145 plays over that week. This week, I had 210 plays. So that's some improvement. That's fantastic. 125 downloads, up 220% from this time last month from the 1st of July to the 5th of July so well done me, well done us well done us so where were my listeners 68 plays from the UK 26 from the US 24 from Japan 2 from Australia and 2 from Germany and new this time, I didn't do this last time but I'll start now, I might as well I get these stats, why not share them 24% of my listens came from iTunes, 21% from Spotify, 14% from Google Chrome, and 11% from Apple Podcasts. And the moment you've all really been waiting for, my top 10 episodes. Now, this has changed because we are in a new month. We are in August now. So I think they are taking these stats from August. So in at number 10... Episode 187, Kai Justine, that had two plays. Episode 9, oh, in at number 9 is episode 179, Turning 30, with two downloads, not plays, downloads. Episode 180 is at number 8, Talking to Cyber, that had two downloads. Episode 172 is in at number 7, with three downloads. In at number 6, it's Lou interviewing me after my show, episode 188, that had 7 downloads. In at number 5, episode 189, meets the Corrigan Girls, Shannon, Cindy and Katie, that had 15 downloads, bit of a jump there, guess there's quite the fan base for the Corrigan Girls. In at number 4, it's Talking to Moon at the Nelsons, part 1, episode 190, with 15 downloads. In at number 3... Cairo Mia, episode 191 with 15 downloads. Number 2, episode 192, talking to Rick Raw with 16 downloads. And in at number 1, my most recent episode, which is very interesting, episode 193, talking to Eche at the King's Head, 20 downloads. Interesting. Previously, it was much older episodes that were more popular, and now it's the newest ones. Maybe it's because it's a new month. 
maybe these stats are a monthly thing and not a win a weekly thing i don't know but either way thank you all for listening from wherever you are this week it's fulfilling the interviews that i have booked it's getting saddest night out the website up and running putting more of a profile up on facebook and doing more preparation with all of my music recording the songs recording preparing live versions and practicing performing live so that's what's on my agenda this week Feel free to reach out to me. Let me know what you think. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. There was something else I wanted to do on these Monday catch-ups. And that's take a look at who's released new music, who's got shows coming up, etc. Unfortunately, I haven't completely prepared said stats. But what I do remember is that Seven Seers released a new song, Girl in Black. There is an artist. So apologies. You're going to hear me doing some clicking on my phone while I prepare this. On my Spotify, I have a playlist called 2019. It's largely made up of people I've met, people I've had on the podcast who have released new songs. So on that playlist currently, well, most recently I downloaded from the band Phoenix, their albums Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix, Bankrupt, the commentary version of Bankrupt, and their most recent album Tiamo as well as the greatest hits from Spoon, Everything Hits at Once, The Best Of, and Discourse Reloaded, an EP from Chris Gabriel, who is someone I definitely need to interview again. Fantastic performer. And new on my playlist in 2019, let's do some scrolling here, the song Summer Girl by Haim has really grown on me. I was not a fan of the saxophone on that song, but... It has grown on me so much. I also really like the video. There's a song called Enough by Vic Allen, who who performed at the Camden open mic a few weeks ago. So that's the most... Well, that Roman Candle by Elliot Smith and Summer Girl by Haim. Those are the most recent additions to this playlist. Uh, Romeo Crow, who was on my episode recorded at my show. He's got a new song released on his YouTube And before the end of the month, I think in two weeks, you'll have that on Spotify as well. Be sure to check that out. As for who has announced some new shows, I'm opening up my Song Kick account because I follow a whole bunch of bands that I've interviewed. Among my tracked artists, what have I got? What have I got? What have I got? Elephant Gym are playing Tuesday 20th of August. No, wait. Elephant Gym are playing Monday 19th of August at Oslo in Hackney. The Beths are playing Wednesday 28th of August in Heaven in London. Skeletons are playing Sunday 1st of September at Seabright Arms. And Saturday 14th of September at the Finsbury. We're scrolling, we're scrolling, we're scrolling. Will Joseph Cook, Monday 16th of September at O'Meara. We're scrolling. Fur, Wednesday 25th of September at Scala. Pale Waves, Thursday 26th of September at Forum Kentish Town. Brandy's coming to town, 27th of September. The Night Cafe, Friday 14th of Friday 4th of October, Electric Ballroom. I think that's about it for the people I'm most immediately following. And of course, Chromatic, Sunday 27th of October at the Roundhouse. So those are some of the shows that are coming up. Is there a way to look at what's coming up most recently? Notifications. Here we go. On video, Friday 4th of October, Electric Ballroom. One Day Call are playing Friday 30th of August at the Indigo at the O2. Fontaine's DC, Thursday 25th of February 2020 at the Academy in Brixton. 
Nova Cup, Tuesday 8th of October, Oslo in Hackney. And yeah, I think that's about it for now. Oh, Nova Cup. Oh, they played Wednesday 17th of July at House of Vans. I missed that one. Haven't been to any gigs in a while. Hopefully that might change in the near future. That will change because next Tuesday my friend Phil suggested a show for me to check out. The name of which I cannot remember, but it's at Seabright Arms next Tuesday 17th. I'll be checking that out. Otherwise, that's all from me. Thank you all very much for listening to this 20-minute episode of me catching up on the past week. Feel free to reach out to me, saddestnightout at gmail.com, though hopefully that might soon be Roy at saddestnightout.com. Watch this space. Otherwise, I'll catch you on the next episode. Take care.